In this bulletin, federal cabinet meets at Port Hedland in Western Australia. The United Nations Torture Prevention Panel cancels a visit to Australia. And in football, Australia secures a double fixture of friendlies against England. With the latest SBS News, I'm Greg Dyatt. Twenty senior government ministers, as well as the Prime Minister, are in Western Australia to hold the state's first meeting of the Federal Cabinet. The meeting in Port Hedland is part of an election promise by the Albanese government to regularly hold talks outside Canberra. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has also met with Indigenous leaders from the Pilbara, where he says issues including housing and school retention rates were raised. He says the elders also expressed support for the referendum on constitutional recognition and the voice to Parliament. And uh, secondly, uh, that uh, they want to be heard. And this was an opportunity to to listen to them, but a structural uh, body... Uh, a voice to Parliament uh, which is enshrined uh, will ensure that over a, a, a long term uh, we can deal uh, with issues that frankly we've tried uh, otherwise for 122 years now since Federation. The United Nations Torture Prevention Panel has cancelled a visit to Australia citing continued difficulties in gaining access to some of the country's detention facilities. The UN Subcommittee on the Prevention of Torture says it cannot proceed with a visit because its requests to access facilities in New South Wales and Queensland have not been met. The visits are part of required measures Australia agreed to when it ratified the optional protocol to the Convention Against Torture and Other Cruel, Inhumane or Degrading Treatment or Punishment, known as OPCAT, back in 2017. Australia's Human Rights Commissioner Lorraine Finlay says the cancellation is a wake-up call for Australia to comply with the treaty and reaffirm its commitment to OPCAT. Since 2007, the UNSPT has made over 80 visits to more than 60 different countries. And Australia, unfortunately, is now one of only two countries where those visits have had to be terminated. So it sends a terrible message, not only in terms of failure to comply with OPCAT, which is a really important human rights treaty, but also has broader implications in terms of undermining Australia's international reputation when it comes to human rights and really damaging our credibility on the world stage. Australia's energy market operator is warning that the reliability of the country's electricity grid is uncertain over the next decade without new investments. In its latest national electricity market update, AEMO says timely investment in the grid is needed as Australia ends its traditional dependency on coal-fired generation. It says that at least five coal-fired power stations, totalling 13% of the market's capacity, are expected to retire in the coming years. Queensland is introducing controversial new laws to crack down on child offenders who breach their bail conditions. The reforms will also increase prison terms for car thieves, penalise people who boast about crime on social media and ensure judges take the histories of child offenders into account when deciding on bail applications. 
The laws come in response to a spate of high-profile homicides by young offenders in recent months, but the state opposition is accusing the government of a major backflip. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has told the parliament the reforms have widespread support. They are comprehensive, they are listening to the community and they also go towards targeting those serious repeat offenders, Mr Speaker. We've listened to the community. In football, Australia will face England in a series of friendly games later this year involving both the men's and women's teams. Football Australia has confirmed that the Matildas will take on the Lionesses in April at Brentford, while the Socceroos will go up against England at Wembley in October. I'm Greg Diet, and that's the latest SBS News.